Welcome to the NRV Business Spotlight on the WRAD Talk Network, giving you a closer look at the businesses and employers all across the New River Valley. The program is a service of New River Radio and Digital. Here's your host, New River Radio General Manager, Paul Johnson. Good morning and thank you very much for listening. We appreciate you having the radio on this morning and I think you're going to find the next few minutes really interesting as we talk about the Community Foundation of the New River Valley with Lindy, Lindsay Gleason, who's the Assistant Director. Lindsay, thank you so much for being here. Thanks so much for having me. It's we're, good to be here. We're going to talk about the Community Foundation and there's a lot to talk about there, but let's talk about you first, your background, how you got to where you are today. Who are you and who are your people? <laughs> sure. So I grew up in a small town in rural Vermont, about halfway between Burlington and Canada. Uh, I went to school in Boston, wanted a change of scenery, which it definitely was. Sure. Um, and then after that, I, I knew um, when I was in school, not exactly what I wanted to do, but I knew nonprofit work sounded great to me. Okay. I wanted to be in a position where it felt like I was doing something meaningful for our community and hopefully trying to improve the world that we live in. Um, and so, you know, th- those ideals translated into action. I Once I got into the nonprofit world, realizing there are many different ways to make an impact um, in terms of how organizations approach improving a community. Um, so I got a lot of experience there doing fundraising and some communications work. Um, so it was a great foot in, in the door. Um, and I, the reason why I came down here is also Virginia Tech. I'm su- sure so many people have that story of Virginia right. Tech brought you here for school or a partner brought you here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for me, it was a, a relationship brought me here uh, that didn't end up working out. Um, but uh, the area did. Um, as soon as I moved down here, as soon as I drove in here, I actually hadn't been here before, before I moved down here, it reminded me so much of home. Um, I was going to say, this is a little Vermontish. Absolutely. The mountains, um, just the, it, it, there's definitely more to do here um, than there was in my town. Um, right. We had to make our own fun growing up, uh, which was a great way to grow up, but um, I just feel really lucky to live here. I've been here 11 years now, made mm-hmm. some really wonderful friends. I worked at Virginia Tech for a long time, and I really loved that experience. D- got to do communications work. Um, writing is my passion, um, something I really enjoy and has um, always been like a, a constant for me throughout my life, even when I wasn't quite sure wh- what I wanted to do right. for a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, writing can be, it's one of those things you go through school and you maybe think, well, I'm not going to probably do this in my and then you realize you do much more of it than you ever expected. Absolutely. And so I, I got into marketing and communications work, publicity, um, that sort of thing. And it's it's a lot of fun. Um, and I had known about the Community Foundation for a long time through my work at Virginia Tech. Uh, so I'd been on their email list for a while. And when I saw the job, I was like, that sounds like exactly what I want to do. Right. So decided to go for it. And I got lucky. Let's talk about the Community Foundation sure. of the New River Valley. Uh, sounds simple to say it, but but there are many, many layers. Let's talk first about, about what the mission is of the Community Foundation, what the role is in, in this area. Sure. We've been around since 1994, and we are not unique in the sense that there are many community foundations in the U.S. There's literally hundreds, mm-hmm. and there's 26 in Virginia. Um, and typically what it, it looks like is it's a foundation focused on a particular geographical area. Right. Um, so we, we work with folks in the counties of Pulaski, City of Radford, Montgomery, Giles, Floyd, and we also started working in WIT recently. Um, And so what we do is we work with donors to talk about what their interests are. What what, what do you care about? What do you want to give back to in your community? Mm -hmm. And 
what kind of impact do you want to have forever? So it's not just an impact today, which is incredibly important, but the goal is sustained impact for generations after we're long gone. Right. So donors establish endowments that are supposed to exist in perpetuity. And it could be, you know, I, I really love the YMCA at, at Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. I want to establish a fund just to give to them. Or it could be, you know, I really care about animals. Let's give to organizations that do things with animals. Or it's just pick what is most important in that year. What's the most pressing need? So um, in that way, donors give out, um, set up these funds to give out either grants um, to organizations or scholarships to students. And those students can be already in college. They can be in uh, seniors graduating, or you can be at a trade or technical school. And it's all about thinking about what impact can we have today and what can we have for generations. And we already live in an amazing place, but how can we, but every place has challenges. So how can we help uh, the people around us, our environment, and, and animals, and, and everything else. Lindsay Gleason is the Assistant Director at the Community Foundation of the New River Valley. When I was doing a little background before this conversation, uh, you know, I, I, I was learning about all the different organizations, groups, individuals. I, I, I was going to ask how many, if you know how many, can you even count how many? It's almost easier to say, who do you not support? Because it's vast, isn't it? Absolutely. It, and we don't live in that huge of an area, right? Mm-hmm. But we work with at least 150 organizations in our region and, in a variety of ways. Sometimes it's those grants, um, but we also do a lot of work. So, some of our nonprofit organizations are one-person shows, sure. right? And right. powered all by volunteers. Mm-hmm. And then there's many others that have a bigger structure, lots of employees, so it really runs the gamut. Um, but not everyone has time for things or, or the resources for things like professional development. Right. So that's part of um, what we offer to organizations. What can we do that you need? Maybe you're not an expert on social media. Let's have a workshop about that. So we have workshops every month, um, and sometimes we have longer ones um, that are, are uh, specialized in a cer- certain topic. But things like fundraising, developing a board, basic financials. And, you know, not everyone goes into any job, right, with all those skills. So how can you build your skills? And also how um, can you have a network of support? Because sometimes in any role, it can be lonely doing the work. How can we do it together? So we have several networks of um, uh, through our initiatives where we focus on a certain issue area. And childcare is a huge. It's we're at a crisis point in of our course. country, right? And it's a huge issue in our area. Mm-hmm. Um, pay is really low, and it, it's so tough because if you raise the rate of tuition uh, for families, it can you can price them out. So how do you pay? It's it's very challenging. So mm-hmm. we have a robust network of folks working on that, and we're connected with organizations across the New River Valley, daycares, schools, other nonprofits, working on that issue, going after grants together, and working together so it's not you're not in that silo. Right. Yeah, and we have a similar one around food security and, and a few others. Well, it's interesting. When you first you know, start to learn about uh, the Community Foundation, what they do, what you do, your first thought is money. Well, you give money to each of these, but you're talking about sustainability in helping people grow in their own professions and helping them improve what they do, not just monetarily, but how they run their organizations. Absolutely. It's our goal to help um, nonprofits get the tools that they need. And we try to be responsive in all areas of our work. Um, One big change that we had um, during COVID, of course, COVID upended 
every sector. Mm-hmm. Um, but and it was kind of surprising. Um, a lot of people came out of the woodwork in terms of donations and were very generous during that time. Those who were able to be. Um, but one big change that we made was we used to have grants that were um, you could apply for a grant that was specific for a specific program or one just for operating support. Gotcha. Operating support, it can be keeping the lights on, buying whatever things you need. And we switched all the operating support, which organizations really love. And that removed a barrier where you don't have to think of a program right. to get money. Mm-hmm. It's We trust you to spend this money the way that you want to spend it. Um, so we try to think about and respond to our community. What barriers can we remove? we remove to make your work better? What can we do to help you all? So how do you decide, or is it the decision of the organization to come to you? How do you decide who you, who else you can take on? Yeah. So we have a lot of organizations who reach out to us and um, there's always a a new nonprofit on the horizon, but we are connected with a lot of organizations. And so we have good word of mouth that way. Mm -hmm. And and when I, again, was learning about the Community Foundation, the New River Valley, it it struck me as a little bit of similar to like a United Way model. Mm -hmm. But United Way is one of the organizations that comes to you. Absolutely. So we we get to work with the United Way, which is great. And um, yeah, I think one of the things that United Ways operate in slightly different ways all over, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but one one of the ways that we're different is that um, we have grants that we give out to specific organizations each year, um, and that it just depends on what kind of fund an or, uh, donor wants to set up. Um, so with those, an organization can expect, I'm going to get $1,000 the start of the year because that fund is set up for us. Right. But then we have the competitive grants process, and that was the operating support that I mentioned mm-hmm. where anyone can apply for those. And what we're looking for there is, what are your financials? We want to know that we want to understand your current financial position. Um, do you do you know where all your money is? Um, do you have a board that's not you know just your family members? And it's all about are you trying to run a, a healthy nonprofit that way? Right. Um, so and and those are open to anyone. Um, and then we also have another opportunity, which is the Give Local NRV Giving Day, which is something that anyone uh, any nonprofit who serves our region. Um, in a meaningful way, can participate in. And that event probably gets the most publicity about uh, uh, of anything that we do. And that was earlier in the summer? Yes, it was in June. And uh, it was our 10th anniversary. Um, and we raised over $900,000. Which uh, was significantly more than your goal. Yes, we had a goal of 500000 um, so slightly more. It was, yeah. it was very exciting. Um, and there are a lot of reasons. We set kind of a lower goal just because nonprofit giving is down. And, and it makes sense. The economy mm-hmm. has been rough. Right, um, right. And so you're not, maybe you're not going to dig into your retirement funds to give money to a charity, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so we weren't quite sure what was going to happen. Uh, we made a couple changes to the event. Previously, we had run. Um, so how it works is it's a, a 24-hour giving event. Um, and uh, what the fun of it is that the Community Foundation and our sponsors, we offer different grants and prizes for certain milestones. So say you have the most amount of donors in that specific hour, you get an extra $500, $750. Terrific. So it's motivating to the nonprofit and motivating to the donor. And previously, we had had it run from midnight to midnight, which is fine mm-hmm. if you're a night owl, but you're not like awake for that <laughs> right. time, right? Yes, exactly. Um, uh-huh. But we changed it to noon to noon. So we were all awake. It, it spanned over two days. And we also moved it back um, to the end of the month so people had more time to fundraise. So 
early giving kicks off on June 1st, so an organization can fundraise the whole month. And we knew it was going to be, we, we were at about 500000 Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But there were a couple really large unexpected gifts. Um, the largest gift that we ever received, which was $50,000. Wow. Um, and then as low as $5. The number of $5 gifts was extraordinary. Um, and when I say we, this is a true community effort. We had over 100 nonprofits register with us. They all go through the same website. We do all the technical support. We right. help them with things like how do you fundraise? How do you engage with your donors? Do you want to hold an event? Um, and all that sort of uh, thing. And so we provide that for free. And then anyone who wants to register and fundraise through the platform can take advantage of the day. So is the bulk of the donors coming from individuals? I mean, obviously, you know, the $5 gifts probably are. Mm-hmm. But do you get a lot of business support on that as well? We do. We're so fortunate. I, I mean, we were we live in a really generous community. Um, so those grants and prizes that I mentioned, we um, work with different businesses, a lot of banks in our area, National Bank of Blacksburg, Atlantic Union, Bank um, and and First Bank and Trust, we we they help us with those grants and prizes, and and then a lot of organizations get their own sponsors as well. And so it, it was literally thousands of people made gifts on that day to different organizations. And you see some people who will give to 15 organizations, right. just one person. Mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. it's incredibly generous. Terrific. Lindsay Gleason, the Assistant Director of the Community Foundation of the New River Valley. All of the uh, organizations and groups that, that, that you do work with, I mean, they really do go cradle to grave as far as the types of people. Uh, describe maybe a few of them, a, a few of them that take me from, you know, age, uh, you know, birth all the way up to senior. Sure, absolutely. So um, would it make sense to uh, name specific organizations? If you want to, sure. Sure. So you're you're completely right. We work with organizations that address the whole lifespan, our environment, animals. Um, And so uh, we were actually at a site visit yesterday with an organization called NRV Cares. They do a lot of work to protect children from Abuse, so they want to protect it, protect children before it happens, and um, help children who've dealt with that afterward. Um, so they do a lot of work with parenting classes, and they're trying to work on that stigma of um, you don't you're, you don't have to be a bad parent, right, right to go to a parenting class because you know not everyone is a natural parent, of course, or you might have those things inside you from your childhood that might not work for your ch- child. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we work with child care uh, organizations all over the area. We work with a lot of food agencies um, all over the area. Food security is a big issue in our region. Certainly. Um, and so and that's not just um, food in general. It, it is that there are a lot of people who go hungry, but it's also do you have food that's culturally appropriate? Maybe mm. you're Muslim and you just received pork at a food bank. How would uh, that work? Right. Right. Yes. Um, or uh, fresh fruits and vegetables. Eggs, milk, that is so often not a part of a a traditional food pantry. So, so many organizations are working on that issue. Um, We have a network that specifically works on that issue to talk about how can we get more fresh food into the hands of people who need it. Right. Um, So, uh, and then continuing across the lifespan, we we had one organization... um, well, we do a lot of work around aging and community. So what does it look like to get older when your community isn't quite set up for that? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, h- how can we help people think about that kind of planning um, for their life? What kind of house do they need to live in? What kind of resources that they need? What kind of social interaction do you need to take care of one another, right, right? and mm-hmm. maintain that? 
Um, so we, we've worked with organizations like VT Adult Day Services. They're now the Engagement Center for Creative Aging. That's over at Virginia Tech. Um, but they help folks um, with memory issues. Um, they, they go there and have social activities, and then their caregivers can get a break as well. So it's a win-win. Right. Um, and then so many organizations working on the environment. I, I mean, we live in such a beautiful place. Right. And how can we make sure that it, it's... Uh, it's not being polluted. It's being conserved. Uh, we we had this great experience, um, another visit to an organization called Spikenard Honeybee Sanctuary. One of the most beautiful places you'll ever visit. They're, mm-hmm. they're all about taking care of the bees, and they're a critical part of our uh, ecostructure, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, ecosystem. And um, it's a beautiful place with all these pollinator plants, and they're figuring out how they can um, share this model with other people literally across the world. Right. So, so much innovation is happening in our region. Yeah, and that was the other thing that struck me, because immediately what comes to mind when you think about the Community Foundation is serving the underserved. Mm-hmm. But like you talked about, the environment, the arts. Uh, you're involved in, in some arts uh, organizations as well. Absolutely. We live in a really creative place. Yeah. Floyd is one of the hubs, I think, for a lot of creativity. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, they have Floyd Center for the Arts, uh, Fine Arts Center, June Bug Center, Old Church Gallery, all kinds of organizations. And what I love about those organizations is June Bug um, Center is a great example of they're introducing arts to children. Uh, but adults can get involved as well in programming. Right. And so um, it, we, we have such a, uh, we live in a really, really rich place. So much history. Um, and a, a lot of folks working on preserving history. There's mm-hmm. some great work being done at the Christiansburg Institute, which is um, preserving um, a historically African-American school when segregation was going on. And they're working on preserving that area, preserving that building history. Same thing is happening in Pulaski um, at the Calfee Community and Cultural Center. That was also a segregated school. And they're revamping that whole building. They're going to have a daycare there. They're going to have a food kitchen to help folks, a laboratory to help people with digital literacy. So we have some pretty incredible innovators here of trying to, um, in in those particular cases, history that was often overlooked or never talked about in our history books. And they're bringing it to light and preserving these oral histories of of folks who are getting older and and, and, uh, remembering what happened, Uh, talking about the injustice, but also talking about they had really rich experiences at these schools. And Mm -hmm. so we, we just feel really fortunate at the Community Foundation to play a small role in, in working with all these organizations. Right. Is there a model across the country of a, a, a city, town, an area that's really doing this right mm. that you can look at and emulate and say, boy, we'd really like to be like that? Or is it us? That's a great question. Um, you know, the uh, with us, um, we started with $8 in the bank. Oh, and that was that's the, a good nest egg. Yes, to... <laughs> it was a founding gift. They bought stamps with it and sent out um, uh, like some literature on do you all to folks of do you all want to be a part of this? That is not what usually happens with the community foundation. Usually, it's a multi-million dollar seed gift, mm-hmm. and you see organizations that are in the over the five hundred million dollar range in terms of assets. Right, we're right at fifteen million dollars. So we're giving out grants and scholarships that range from five hundred to four thousand dollars. Not a huge life-changing amount, right? But it every little bit helps. Uh, you think about a student who needs to buy books for the semester. Right. Um, we actually just um, worked on establishing a new fund. We're going to give out a full-ride scholarship next year. Mm. It, it's uh, all the tuition, books, everything. This, this um, particular um, 
uh, set of donors really wants the student to enjoy college and get everything out of it. Right. Um, so we're, what's the criteria for this uh, student? Is there uh, we're looking for this type of individual uh, income level or? Yeah. So th- there um, I, I don't have all the details on that mm-hmm. one. We're still finalizing it, but they uh, have always funded. This has been a foundation that's been going on for a while. And the, the donors kind of um, I, I think maybe when you run a foundation, the administrative burden just on your own can be a lot for a family or a couple of donors. Sure. So coming to the community foundation means you get to just enjoy giving. You transfer your assets to us. We will manage them. We, we, um, we vet students through the application process. We vet organizations through our grant process. And we handle all the administrative work. And the donors just to get to enjoy it. Right. Um, and these particular donors have... Um, funded students in Southwest Virginia for a really long time. So once we get all the, that um, settled, we're, we're just excited. Um, and, and just uh, being a part of that is going to be a, a lot of fun. This is Lindsay Gleason, the Assistant Director of the Community Foundation of the New River Valley. Somebody listening this morning wants to maybe get involved either with your organization or with one of the organizations. What's the best way to exchange information for them? Yeah, absolutely. You can go to our website, cfnrv.org, um, and kind of check out what we do. Um, we are often looking for folks to help us read scholarship applications. We received 150 scholarship applications last year. Wow. And those can be 20 or 30 pages long just with all the data that we collect. Right. Um, and that, that's a lot, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, so, it's so much fun um, to read a person's story. And it, it's often really moving to hear what a, a student has overcome. I'm sure. Uh, and what their dreams are. Mm-hmm. Um, so often looking for folks to help with that or to read our grant applications. Um, if you're interested in nonprofit work, um, our workshops that happen every month, they happen on the third Thursday of every month. Anyone is welcome to those. Or if you're like, that topic just sounds interesting, please come. It's not that you have to be in the nonprofit sector yet. Um, And then all all of the organizations in the area, I mean, if you're looking for something in particular, again, I care about animals or I want to get involved with early childhood um, education, you you can always come to us and we can tell you XYZ is working on that in Giles or in Montgomery County. And we're always happy to help um, because we get to work with so many organizations. We have a pretty good sense of what's happening right now. Let's talk about the future. You mentioned childcare being a huge challenge right now. What other challenges and goals do you see for the next year, two years, five years that you'll have to overcome or help the community overcome? Yeah. So with childcare in particular, we received a $1.15 million grant from the town of Blocksburg through their American Rescue Act funds. They had I want to say maybe $13 million that they received, and there's a lot of community input about how that money could be used. And we put together that proposal. And the reason why I think our proposal was successful was because we work with all these agencies all the time, and we understand, hey, we know what's going on um, with child care and early childhood education, and it's it's rough out there. Um, so all, all together, we worked on this proposal, and what that money is going to do over the course of four years in, in Blacksburg, so it's sort of a pilot, um, we're working on different types of incentives for teachers. Is it professional development? Um, is it buying certain things for your classroom? And so. Right. We're talking with the child care workers about what they need. Um, and that's going to happen over the course of four years where that money will be paid out. And we'll see how that goes. What we want to do with that money is, you know, we're not going to solve this 
incredibly intricate crisis of course uh, with just that money alone but the goal is to how can we stabilize our workforce to keep teachers in positions that often they love but they can't afford to stay in right, right. Um, so that's one of the things we're working on, and we're looking forward to seeing what happens. And it's, it's again, it's a, te- it's a pilot in, in one particular place, um, but could it be replicated? Could we get money for other things? Could we draw attention to that issue? Um, another one of our networks is, again, working on food security. We, that's called NRV Thrive, and we have um, a directory of every food pantry that we know of in our area that we currently have 55 listed in our area. Um, and those could be uh, food where you go and, you know, get pa- pantry items. It could be hot meals. It could be um, perishable things um, like produce. Um, so we have that, and we, we know that many people are working on the issue, but how can we well, – I think one of those uh, – when you think about a problem like that, it's often, if you've ever heard the term wicked problem, where it's so intricate, one thing isn't going to solve it, right? right? It takes many people, federal mm-hmm. government, state government, local people, nonprofit organizations, all kinds of things trying to address the issue. So we know that hunger is in, and food security is a big issue in our area. What can we do to try to prevent that? Good. And so I think a lot of food pantries would love to go out of business. Right. Of course. That's yeah. the ultimate goal is yeah. that you're not needed anymore. Exactly. And, and that's a noble goal to strive for. So we know that the uh, Give Local NRV probably happen next summer yep. uh, at some point. What about between now and then? Any big events that the Community Foundation wants people to be aware of? Sure. Yeah. Um, so let me think about it. Specific giving events or anything else like that? that... That's our biggest one for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have other events like when we um, we give out, we'll give out probably $200,000 in grants um, in no, October, November. And we'll have a big celebration with um, all the folks who receive grants, which is right. a lot of fun. And then we do a similar thing with all of our scholarship re- recipients. And being in a room, particularly with the scholarship recipients of you know, you're in a room full of potential. Right. There, there, there's so many students, you know, you're, you're literally like thinking about what their dreams are. You get to sit with students and, and talk with them and uh, meet their families. And, um, and again, it's not necessarily that that $500 or even $4,000 is going to um, completely shift the needle for folks, but every little bit helps. Right. And that, that, I think, is the mantra of every nonprofit. Whether you have $5 to give or 5000 mm-hmm. all of it helps. And what's meaningful about nonprofit work and fundraising in general is when we're all coming together, we're all saying that we care about X, Y, Z. Right. And we want to help in mm-hmm. every way that we can. And, and again, I just whether you have the time to help uh, whether you have a little bit of money to help, it's or, or if you have um, a skill to offer a nonprofit, all of those things help and and help make uh, a nonprofit better and and thereby making our community better. Indeed, Lindsay Gleason, Assistant Director, Community Foundation of the New River Valley. Anything we haven't mentioned that uh, we should know about the Community Foundation? Yeah, we're really looking forward to our 30th anniversary next year. Ah. So that's going to... significantly more than $8 you started with. Yeah, yeah. $15 million <laughs> is a little bit more than 8 which is really exciting. Um, and, you know, we gave out our first... Uh, we didn't give out money right away. We gave out our first scholarship in 1997. It was $500. And mm-hmm. this past year, we gave out over $140,000 wow. to over 80 students. Right. So seeing that growth and reflecting on that has is really meaningful to us. And we're just excited to see, you know, what the next 5, 10, and 30 years become. 
Indeed. Um, and what other community challenges might be out there and how can we work together to address them? Um, our goal is to keep being as flexible as possible and um, respond to community-identified needs. So it's not the Community Foundation saying, oh, um, we have this money, so we know what you need. Right. It's being that listening ear in our community, and that's what donors can get when they, lis- when they come to us is we have our eyes and ears on the ground, and we, we're trying to listen to organizations across our region so we can help you understand what might need the most help. Right. Um, where where can your dollars best be spent if you're someone who's just interested in giving in general? So we're we're just excited to that for that milestone year and reflecting on everything that we've accomplished. Terrific. Well, next year when we get around to Give Local Day, come and see us again so we can we help spread that. the word for you. Lindsay Gleason, Assistant Director, Community Foundation of the New River Valley. Thank you so much for being here and sharing all this great information. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to talk with you. This is Business Spotlight on WRAD and the WRAD Talk Network.